welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Hello, Tallahassee, and welcome once again to the Stone Builders Hour. <laughs> well, God bless you all for tuning in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique faith talk show sharing the good news with you and loved ones by helping to build healthy relationships. You know, our previous show, that's just last week, we shared about the Feast of Unleavened Bread is meeting and what it implies. But last week, we had an awesome time because the show that was delivered was about He is Risen. Amen. Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, 14 said that without the resurrection, our faith would be in vain. I hope you hear that, audience. I heard it. Our faith would be in vain. The resurrection is the ultimate proof that Yeshua was the Messiah. You can check it out, Acts 2.36. And remember, get your Bibles out for those who can have the time and the space to do that because we will be following the Word of God. Amen. Yeshua, Jesus Christ, died for our sins, left the grave to show us our own resurrection to come. It was a mystery, remember, to the three women, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary, when they went to purify Yeshua's body with herbs for the burial because remember the day they were planning on doing it was the Sabbath so they had to wait until Sunday morning the day after the Sabbath hope you heard that the day after the Sabbath Saturday we shared on their way to his tomb how they talked about how how were they going to remove the stone because remember this was a huge stone and we realized that they actually put kind of like levers down so that the stone could be easily rolled into place. But now the women are saying, well, how are we going to move it? You know, we need muscles. And I'm not going to say they needed a man. They just had to figure out a way to do it. they needed a man with man's strength. (laughs) But when they arrived, Jesus, Yeshua was not there. You can listen to this amazing show, remember, on our various podcasts called He Is Risen, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple, and Google Podcasts. So you can listen at any time at your convenience. And there's no excuse why you can't, can't. find us. Exactly. We're out there. We, the Stone so, Builders Hour. Put it in the search engine. You know, we'll pop right up. You know, and JC and I, we've talked for some time uh, during our programming about addressing the Sabbath as mentioned in the Bible. Yes. Uh, when is it? How did it change from Saturday, the seventh day, to Sunday? Both of us were raised to believe Sunday was the Sabbath, and our religious training and theology degrees taught us the Sabbath was Sunday. But as we began to study Bible scriptures, other holy texts, and history, our views changed to accept Saturday as the Sabbath. Please note, Please note, we are not Muslims, we're not Buddhists, we're not Jehovah Witnesses or Seventh-day Adventists, but Christian believers in the scripture. Jesus the Christ, Yeshua said, I did not change the law, but to fulfill it. So today's show is called simply 
this Sabbath. Praise God. And, and amen. I, that's I three amens. It. Yes. That's a, so he's risen. Yes, he is. I got three amens. Yes. And, and it's so interesting that you mentioned about the Sabbath, how we were taught to believe that Sunday was the Sabbath. But in scripture, it's not only that it has not changed, it has been from the beginning. So 5,781 years ago, according to the <laughs> Hebrew calendar, yeah, yeah, those who are faithful believers and those of the Jewish faith celebrate the Sabbath on Saturday. Yeah. But first, we need to visit our Stone Builders partner, Dr. Elton Powell, chiropractic physician of Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. If you've been in an accident, have back pain, headaches, diabetes, as Pastor says, <laughs> or seeking weight loss, call for an appointment. In fact, Pastor, you just I, came back from your appointment yesterday. Yeah, as, just the injections. Yes. Know, because they do the injections for your for uh, pain, uh, for carpal tunnel, for neck. Uh, Spinal uh, decompression. Whiplash, mm-hmm. All those kind of things. So he is grow he grew from being a chiropractor into a medical, medical center that's yes. what he shared with me he yes. said am i telling you right you are a medical center yes we are a medical all center. right so you can contact dr elton powell who's located at 1395 cross creek circle you can reach him at 850-402-9061 again 850-402-9061 and let them know the stone builders sent you Praise God. I recommend him highly, and I use him myself. Praise God. Hey, we got another announcement before we get started with the rest of the story. Uh, we have another farm share. Mark your calendar next Saturday, April the 24th. Uh, uh, Representative Ramon Alexander, District 8, is hosting a farm share distribution at Sable Palm Elementary School. And that's at 28. 28- 13 Ridgeway Street, and that Sable Palm area, that's a almost like a food desert over in that yes, area. Yes, it is. So with uh, Representative Alexander uh, hosting it there would definitely help that community. It's going to start at 8 o'clock, and we're going to go until the food runs out. This is a drive-through only uh, because of the CDC, so no walk-ups uh, due to social distancing and all that kind of good stuff. But volunteers, you are welcome to come. But if you can't make it, uh, come at 6.30 in the morning so you can help us unload that truck, get food packed up and things of that nature. And I just got to uh, mention uh, Leon County Schools and Sable Palm and Cumulus Media and also uh, um, distinguished young gentlemen will All be right. on site. Uh, to help out so um, hey if you need you bring your clubs or organization you're welcome and uh, and we'll be glad to see you there but remember the early bird gets the worm so yes. you gotta if you're coming to volunteer come early to help out and if you're coming to pick up the food just know we are not a supermarket we can't <laughs> wait on you you have to come when we say eight o'clock we usually start a little bit earlier if we get enough food packed up so yeah. Coming at ten, you might miss out. Yeah, you'll you'll see an empty uh, parking lot. <laughs> so we'll be right back. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. 
My name is Anne-Marie Baker and I used to have severe excruciating right arm and neck pain thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. I no longer have any pain or discomfort and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for a better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Elder JC here with Living Stones with another parenting snippet just for you. Parents, do you know the difference between discipline and punishment? No? Listen up. Discipline offers the correct behavior and encourages growth developing good behavior for the future. It comes from an attitude of love and makes children feel secure. Punishment, on the other hand, makes a child pay for doing something wrong. Paying for something in the past comes from an attitude of anger, makes children fearful, angry, hostile, and guilty. Now you know the difference between discipline and punishment. For further information, contact Living Stones, welivingstones.org. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with uh, Elder JC and myself, Pastor Gary Montgomery. All right. And we're excited to to spend the day and the evening with you here in our neighborhood. And I just want to, you know what, I want to invite you listeners to become a friend of the Stone Builders Hours. And it's so easy. You can do it by sewing a $25 gift. So the Stone Builders may continue to air and podcast. You know, I mean, even though we love the Lord, you know, you still got to pay pay the bills. Praise God. And it's so easy. Just visit our website. That's the easiest thing to do. Visit our website at welivingstones.org and click that donate button. And your faithful donation will support only this radio show, but our prison ministry and parenting snippets. We also mentor uh, young men in our community. But remember, not only can you listen on Wave 94, but at your convenience, as JC said earlier, I'm just going to run it off. Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google, iTunes. Find us anywhere and anywhere. And if not, just recommend, and we'll make sure that we can get on that. that, that. Stitcher. Did I say Stitcher? Yes, you did. Oh, God, that's a new one. Praise God. So become a $25 friend and we'll send you a special gift. So, JC, are you ready to return and share uh, about the Sabbath? Yes, I am. But before I do that, I do just want to extend a heartfelt thank you to all of the donors who have uh, provided 
uh, gifts to us to continue with the program. And we're always looking for new friends. I mean, you always say uh, we're in the neighborhood, but we are looking for new friends in the neighborhood to help us continue to get the word out. Because one of the things as believers is that we need to keep congregated together, not only just the assembly within your churches, but just the assembly of when you're going and reviewing that word, reading your Bible, to know and understand that there are those of us out here who really want to encourage you, exhort you to continue in the word of God. Praise God. So to talk about about the Sabbath. It's about the Almighty God. Yes, it is. And it's about us reaching where he is. Because he wants us, it says, when I see him, that day that comes, when I see him, I will be just like him. Mm. So we, we got to get that word in us so we can be mm. just like him. Well, the origin of the Hebrew Sabbat is uncertain for the word Sabbath, but it seems to have derived from the verb Sabbat, meaning to stop, to cease. Or to keep. I love that one because you say Sabbath or Sabbat, you're supposed to be keeping it. Its theological meaning is rooted in God's rest following the six days of creation. And we can see that in Genesis 2, 2 through 3. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it, he had rested from all his work, which (laughs) God created and made. That's a tongueful. But let's just say Sunday starts the first day. Monday's the second day. Tuesday, the third day. Wednesday, the fourth. Thursday, the fifth. Friday, the sixth. And Saturday is the seventh. So we know when the Sabbath is. The subject of which day is the Christian Sabbath is one of the longest running debates about any Bible teaching. But as always, is it rooted in the word of God? Theologians and ministers of every background in theology have offered their opinion about the Saturday or Sunday question. Mm. Most begin with the assumption that traditional Orthodox Christianity is the place to start the discussion. But my word is, it starts with Genesis 1 in the Holy Scripture. <laughs> That's why the book of Genesis, the name means beginning. All right. And speaks almost immediately about the subject of the Sabbath, the seventh day of the week. It's as though God wanted this issue clearly established in the minds of the Bible readers from the onset of their study of Scripture. Near the book's beginning, immediately after the creation chapters, it concludes, the Bible states this, Thus, the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which the almighty created and made and that's in genesis 2 1 through 3 
While no one should have missed or misunderstood the weight of this passage, almost everyone has. And rather than examine it and the many others on the subject, most merely swallow popular thinking without resistance because it's easy. True. And growing up, when you were talking about that in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and even times when you talk about times have changed and people always say, oh, I need to go back to the old days. I'm not looking to go back to the old days. But when we were growing up, our community was very church oriented, yeah. even though very segregated, too, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> but we all went to church on Sunday. Yes. And it became the norm. It wasn't that any of us questioned it. It was just what we did. But as you begin to read that word, and as Pastor was saying, as we begin to study it, we begin to see, well, how did it end up on Sunday? But you will learn while well, the subject of which day to observe as the Christian sh- uh, Sabbath should be a burning issue on the minds of millions. Most people not even thinking about it because just like we did it, we did it out of habit. We didn't think about, well, is it really Saturday? And no one was teaching on it. Well, not only that, but we did have a few people. We did have a few churches that were going to church on on the Sabbath or Saturday, but we thought they were weird. Let's just put it (laughs) through what it is because we didn't know ours. Right. We didn't know ourselves what it is. But in fact, oh, you know, almost no one seems to care what the Bible teaches. And that's where we begin to, our mindset got changed because we started delving into the word of God. So what we're asking, we know those Bibles are collecting lots of dust. (laughs) And since we're in in this area in the South, we have lots of pollen. So when that pollen gets on your cars, everything turns green, your porches (laughs) turn green. So them Bibles probably got lots of pollen all over it, so you need to blow it off and make yourself come to grips with one of its greatest truths. There is the question in the minds of some regarding the Jews and whether these only were or still are to observe the Sabbath, but there are a number of people who are observing the Sabbath. Others wonder which is the seventh day of the week in the modern calendar, and can we really know which day should be observed? But on, if you look at all calendars, they start Sunday as the first day of the week. And you go to dictionaries as the Sunday's the first day of the week. Still others recognize that Yeshua kept the Sabbath, but believe that this was only to keep it for us, or he did it because he was a Jew. Mm-hmm. And still others believe that the Sabbath is and, and has always been the seventh day of the week, but that the Roman church, under the supposed authority granted to Apostle Peter, because remember, he became the rock upon which the church, the foundation was built, held the right to change observance to the first day of the week. Mm. Even those who do observe the Sabbath, Sabbath after one fashion or another have little understanding of what is really at stake for those who keep the correct day and for those who do not because the primary reason we should be keeping it is the Sabbath is the fourth of the Ten Commandments. Amen. The fourth of the Ten Commandments because God himself says keep the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Exodus 28 through 10 says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it 
holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. Mm. And remember, the Sabbath, as we know it today, is the day that everybody does all their errands. They do all their running around. Yeah. It's the day yeah. we have off from work. And we, we got to get everything done before Sunday months, before we go to church on Sunday, and before we go to work on Monday. But truly, we should be resting on that Sabbath so that we can start off the week right. Sunday great praise god you know the almighty commanded that the seventh day be observed as the sabbath all right so a glance at almost any dictionary i challenge you go to any dictionary encyclopedia or calendar will show you that saturday is the seventh day of the week while sunday is the first day of the week according to our most high god's calendar the seventh day is and always has been the Sabbath day. Although man has modified the calendars through the centuries, the seven-day weekly cycle has remained intact throughout history. The days of the week have always remained in their proper order, even in the lunar calendar, with Sunday as the first day of the week and Saturday as the seventh day. Time has not been lost in this regard. The oracles of God, his divine words and instructions were entrusted to the Jewish people. Just go back to Romans 3. Now go back, go forward to Romans 3, <laughs> 1 through 2. It states, what advantage then hath the Jew? Or what profit is there of circumcision? Much every way, chiefly because that unto them were committed the oracles of God. And they have persevered the knowledge of the seventh Sabbath faithfully since well before Christ's time to this day. I just had to interject one thing that, please, this is not a condemnation. This is an enlightenment. But remember, if we're really following God's commandments, he said, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. And who... Who and what makes something holy? That's God. And if it's holy, that means it's worthy of respect, yep. deference, and even devotion. And that cannot be changed through time because God said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So he assigned the Sabbath to be holy. He said the other six days are what? If, if Sabbath is holy, that means the other six days are common days that you can do anything that you have to do in pursuit of your own life but the sabbath is something that is holy that god wants Mm. us to be able to absorb take time to restore ourselves and also make that connection with him so that's how i look at it well it's just amazing that that through the lunar calendars the days of the week did not change. Yes. Even though it may, you know, how sometimes when your birthday might be on Sunday this mm-hmm. year and then next year it it's could on be a different on day. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Always the Sabbath day is still the seventh day. Yep. I think that's amazing because Yeshua, he repeatedly confirmed that the day the Jews observed as a Sabbath is his day. Yes. And was indeed the Sabbath day. 
And since then, the Jewish and the Israelite people, even though they scattered in many nations and in different sects, have always persevered the same day. Mm. Let's pause for a moment for to take a, a short commercial break. So we're just saying stay tuned because we're just getting started. All right. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. You can go to most of Saturday so much Carter's Corner provides expert athletic consulting to agencies, sports programs, and families. Services include fundraising, community events, football camps, career planning, and vending. Carter's Corner offers quality coaching to athletes and highlights their actions on the field and classrooms to college recruiters. Call Sam Carter, 850-510-6702, or email carterscorner at me.com. Carter's Corner is also a 501. 1C3 hey dads, Pastor Gary here from Living Stones with a fatherhood tip just for you. Did you know on any given day, there are over 2 million children who have a father in prison, which means many children are growing up without their dads. So men, please mentor these children with homework, sports, and church. Reach out to your youth programs in your area and check out our website, we livingstones.org We're your neighbors, we're Noble. This is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Noble serves as the conscience of law enforcement. Our aim is to ensure fairness in the administration of justice and public service to all. We also support our youth through scholarships, mentoring, and educational programs. With over 3,000 members worldwide who work in the criminal justice system, our goal is to offer solutions to law enforcement issues and concerns in the communities we serve. North Florida Noble chapter members are also your neighbors. Many are first responders answering calls to your emergency and safety needs. We have members in education, social services, and other areas. We've chosen to be guardians in our community, but we need your help. Through these messages, we'd like to provide information for your safety and improve communications with law enforcement. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com and together we can promote justice by action. Well, welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour because we are talking about the Sabbath day. Amen. And we want to look at why did it change or did it change or did man make up a new decision to say the Sabbath is now on Sunday. Oh boy. It's going to get hot in here. Hope you got that fan on, that AC running. (laughs) The mainstream Christian churches, though rejecting the Sabbath, indirectly confirm when it is by maintaining their early tradition of worshiping on Sunday, which they acknowledge to be the what day of the week? The first. the first day, not the seventh day. And remember, God said, keep the seventh day holy. Obviously, that makes the previous day, the seventh day, the biblical Sabbath. Because remember, any other day is just a common day. 
Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So how did Sunday become the primary day of rest and worship for these churches? Although the concept of rest has largely disappeared today, because we're especially here in America, we just work all the time. Twenty four seven. That's that's our I lifestyle. Growing up, that Sunday everything was closed. Close, exactly. Everything Stores. Was if you didn't get what you needed on Saturday, you wasn't finding nothing that's on right. Sunday. But not today. Most denominations continue to hold their worship services on Sunday. You can search throughout the Bible, but you will find no authority to alter the day of worship. From the beginning, Exodus says, keep the Sabbath holy. The change from Sabbath to Sunday is not found anywhere in the Bible. Did you hear me now? Not found anywhere in the Bible. It was made long after the writing of the New Testament. And remember, most of the apostles were still working on the Old Testament. The New Testament wasn't happening There was no New Testament. There was following tradition, handing down, knowing the scriptures as they were then. So how and when was the change made? Initially, Christianity was viewed as simply a sect of Judaism. So they just thought, oh, this is the offspring. So this is how it's going to be. However, after Jewish revolts in Judea in AD 67 through 70 and 132 through 135, Jewish religious practices, many of which continued in the early church, came to be viewed with hostility mm. throughout the Roman Empire because they, you know, they thought they were difficult. And boys, that sounds like something going on today. Many among the church began to abandon these practices, including observance of the biblical Sabbath and festivals. And just like anything else, people get scared and they're afraid to to operate in what the Lord has said. And that goes on even today. We're afraid to make decisions or stand for what we believe in because now we've got a new woke generation that says that we're... Home, we're phobic for this, phobia for that, phobia for this. And my thing is, I'm standing on the word of God. That's what we need to be doing. But observance of Sunday as the primary day of worship appears to have begun during the reign of Emperor Hadrian in 117 through 135 AD, who harshly persecuted Jews throughout the Roman Empire. Hadrian specifically prohibited practices of Judaism, including observance of the seven-day Sabbath. So you know how it is. Someone tells you not to do something because I'm going to cut your head off. Uh, (laughs) What happens? We kind of renege on our promises. And basically, this... Those Ten Commandments is a promise to God that we are going to observe according to what he has set for. Because he's the creator, the almighty. He knows the beginning from the end. So we need to be following in line with what he knows, regardless of what the consequences are. And sometimes they can be severe, trust me, because I'm sure during that time period, especially when all the Christians were being thrown in the Colosseums, they were being right. ripped apart by lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. Uh, they were getting 
cut down uh, for Gladiator. just believing. Yes. Yeah, so one of the things we have to look at, how strong is our faith? Mm-hmm. How are we willing to stand up for what we really believe in? Uh-oh. Yep. I think a lot of folks will abandon. Uh, we're living in those similar times right now. Yeah, phobia this, phobia that. But And that's why these oppressive measures, they influence many early Christians in Rome to abandon the seventh day and turn to Sunday, the day for honoring the sun god among the Romans and other peoples of the ancient world. When Christianity was declared the official religion of the Roman Empire in the fourth century, the process accelerated. The Emperor Constantine, check him out, the Roman Emperor Constantine although a worshiper of the sun, was the first emperor to profess a belief in Christianity. But the Christianity Constantine endorsed was already considerably different from that practice from Jesus Christ and the apostles. Mm-hmm. Now, this is 4th century. This yes. is 400 years after uh, Yeshua died on the cross, raised from the dead. He's risen. The Emperor Constantine accelerated the change by his own hatred of the Jews and religious practices he considered Jewish. For example, at the Council of Nicaea, which was uh, uh, 325 AD, church authorities essentially banned the biblical Passover observance. Endorsing this change, Constantine announced, he said this, It appears an unworthy thing that we shall follow the practice of the Jews who have impetuously defiled their hands with enormous sin and are, therefore, deservingly afflicted with blindness of soul because they blame uh, the the Jews and the Pharisees for, you know, taking Jesus to the cross. Let us then have nothing in common. This is, uh, this is uh, Constantine with the detestable Jewish crowd. Now, if you ever read the life of Constantine, that statement is in like the third chapter and is quoted in the Nicene and post-Nicene Fathers. That's in 1979. And that's why sometimes I challenge uh, believers uh, to... Study the words, study history, yes. uh, study other texts to, in order to search for the truth. And, and, and I think that it will just open your eyes to a lot of, uh, a lot of different things that are going on. And, and remember, when Exodus 28 through 10 spoke of this, not only did the Almighty said to, to keep it holy, but he says the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou, meaning you, mm. nor your son, nor your daughter, your manservant, your maidservant, not even your cattle, nor any stranger that is within your gates. That's how serious the mm. Sabbath day is. And remember, uh, even Yeshua and Jesus, as he was walking the earth for those three years. Remember, he said that many will come in my name. Amen. And said, I'm over there. I'm over here. 
He says, but do not go because he says, I'm not in any of those places. If we're studying the word and getting that word in our spirit, then we know what the true word is. We know what it is that we need to do. And remember that during this time of Constantine, there were a lot of uh, Christian bishops that were killed because they refused to change because they felt that Yeshua set the guidelines, they weren't changing it, and here comes man who's making the change, and they believed that it was wrong. So they lost their life. Yes, they did. That was in Alexandria. Yes, and a lot of them went back, some of them went back to Africa who were running those churches, and they just believed that that wasn't the way to go. So here we have Constantine in a bid to to unify his empire established the first laws making Sunday the official day of rest. Oh, now, I, I don't, it didn't say God changed it or established it. No. It said Constantine, Constantine did it. Up until that point, it, it was, was always the Sabbath. Yes. Sabbath. His, his 320, in, in 321 AD, his law, for example, stated on the venerable day of the sun, Sunday, let the magistrates and people residing in cities rest and let all workshops be closed. That's how we grew up. <laughs> Nothing was open on Sundays. Right. But again, that wasn't God who said that. That was Constantine. Several decades, decades later, the Council of Laodicea decreed Christians must not Judaized by resting on the Sabbath, but must work on that day, rather honoring the Lord's day, which is Sunday. But if any shall be found to be Judaizers, let them be anathema from Christ. I mean, they basically are excommunicating you because you're you're observing the Sabbath, which you should be doing instead of on Sunday. And it's also. You can't buy or sell, sell right. on the Sabbath. You can't do anything on the Saturday Sabbath. You better have that meal that meal made up the night before. Mm-mm-mm. So, and and there are certain conditions. I know people may have to work, or there's certain things that are allowable. But if you have the access, you just don't do it. So within a few centuries, observance of the biblical Sabbath was driven underground within the confines of the empire. And most who profess Christianity embrace Sunday. So now we know how we how we got Sunday. Constantine. Uh, was it God? No. Although the Protestant Reformation brought some changes, observance of Sunday continued from the Roman Catholic Church into subsequent Protestant denominations. But whereas the Catholic Church claimed authority to establish its own times of worship, Protestant churches generally justified Sunday observance on the grounds that the seven-day Sabbath was replaced in the New Testament by worship on Sunday in order of Christ's resurrection. Mm. But remember, I read in the beginning, or I stated in the beginning, that Constantine established that law making Sunday yes, right. the Sabbath. And then the Protestant churches uh, subsequently followed 
in most denominations, I know even to this day, uh, when someone is being consecrated as a bishop yes. or as a elder, they tend to wear the uh, the Catholic type uh, hats or the vestibules. And they tend to wear that, and that all comes out of uh, this Constantine the Protestant uh, time period. And those who are non-denominations, well, they just wear, you know, put on some shirts and some pants, praise God. But that's why Mark 2, 27 is so important. Yeshua said the Sabbath was made for man Mm. and not man for the Sabbath. Uh, Where is that again? In Mark 2, 27. Mm. Yes, indeed. So we're gonna we're praying that you're enjoying this Bible and history lesson because we're history buffs. We love history. History proves over and over again that man cannot be responsible for himself. I mean, let's face it. You know, yeah. we talked about in Matthew twenty four wars and rumors of wars. Well, five thousand seven hundred eighty one year of the Hebrew calendar. It's nothing but that. So we need to stay tuned for more as we discuss Sabbath, (laughs) and we'll be right back. In the morning, when I JC asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax deductible. Greetings, I am Pastor Gary Montgomery and this is my lovely wife, Elder JC, of Living Stones International. We are parents, we are children of parents, and we have children who are parents. Well, Pastor, you always say that we have an operating manual, our Bible, but sometimes you still need a guide on how to be good parents, better parents, and the best parents ever. Welcome to Parenting Snippets, where Pastor and I will share through social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, tips on how to do just that. Praise God. So continue to follow us on social media to find out the tip of the week and how to become good parents. Welcome back. Uh, I pray that you're enjoying and um, stirring up uh, uh, some questions on the Sabbath. And yes. Why do you observe it? Is it just because uh, someone told you or it's just something that you just take for granted? Or are you on a path for wisdom, knowledge and understanding as in Proverbs? And that's something that we should seek out all the time. We're not throwing shade on anyone who uh, is celebrating um, their Sabbath as Sunday. We're not throwing shade on it. Uh, 
as long as you're a believer, that's the whole key because we got people out here just worshiping evil, worshiping Satan or saying that there is no God. But let's be real. God said, keep my commandments. Well, it's part of the 10. And yes, we always is. say, follow the 10th commandments. <laughs> Praise God. And though the gospels report that Yeshua observed the Sabbath, there are many incidents where he is accused of violating the Sabbath laws. And just uh, mark these down. John 9.16, John 7.23, and Mark 3.4. These are, these are um, uh, situations where Jesus, uh, they was accusing him of violating, the Jews were accusing him of violating the Sabbath. Yeah, he, he, he chomped out a piece of wheat. <laughs> that just get something in his mouth, or he, or he plucked off a, a a fig off the tree. Yeah, that's a violation. Uh, it's interesting that in various passages, the Lord restates all the tenth commandments except for one commandment. And in 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 Matthew's five, let me say Matthew's nineteen eighteen, and Jesus replied, "Ye you shall not kill." You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother, and ye shall love your neighbors as yourself. That's in Matthews nineteen eighteen, And then it is written, The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. That's Matthew 4.10. And finally, But I say to you, do not swear at all, not by heaven, for it is God's throne. That's Matthew 5.34. The commandment Jesus did not restate to keep holy the Sabbath. So during remaining segment, let us talk about the importance of observing the Sabbath and leave it up to our listeners what day they prefer to practice the Sabbath, whether Saturday or Sunday is your choice. Not your choice. I'm going to read just a little statement uh, by Cardinal Gibbons. I knew what my choice is. <laughs> um, one of the things that he stated, but you may read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, and you will not find a single line authorizing the sanctification of Sunday. The scriptures enforce the religious observance of Saturday, a day which we never sanctify mm. so he's correct there is no such scripture that shows the owner of the sabbath except christ himself so we need to because it comes from authority from god so by what authority do we observe sunday as the sabbath if the law was made by god then we need to be keeping the sabbath so, okay, let me start with why the Almighty wanted us to observe his Sabbath and Yeshua's viewpoint, if might take a few liberties here. Our Lord Jesus the Christ defended his disciples when the Jews attacked them for not observing the Sabbath, ending his comments by saying, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. That's in Matthews 12, 1 through 8. You can read the full Mm -hmm. uh, thing there yeah. 
Or again, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Pastor gave you that earlier in Mark 2.27. The fact that Yeshua rebukes interpretations of Sabbath law suggests that he was not pleased with the way the Sabbath was being observed. Mm. And you can see that in Luke 13.10-16, Luke 14.1-5, John 5, uh, 9 through 18, and seven twenty-two. Let me see if I can find out any of those. Maybe we can pick up a few of those so we can see um, what we can do about reading some of those. But um, the fact that Yeshua um, did not like this uh, interpretation the Almighty God mandates observing the Sabbath for several reasons. Come on, folks. He didn't just make it a law because he just, oh, he fancied it. (laughs) He had something in mind. And the first one, why do you make laws for your children or you give your children certain guidelines? One, because Jehovah wants us to trust him, just as we want our children to trust us. When the Israelites wandered the desert before they reached the promised land, Jehovah would make manna, a type of bread-like substance that would give them sustenance and quell rain from the sky. And that's in Exodus 16, 1-36. Every day they would go out and collect that day's ration and only that day's rations because if anyone tried to keep it over it stunk or it kind of dissipated any extra they tried to collect in fact would end up full of maggots in the morning (laughs) but on the sixth day God commanded them to do what? to gather twice as much so they would not work to get their food on the Sabbath day so even as early as the Israelites wandering around in the desert they had to observe the Sabbath. So uh, that's really Old Testament. Were they called Jews? No, they were called Hebrews like, or Israelites. Like the Israelites tended to do in the Old Testament, some did not listen. And they wound up hungry on the Sabbath because they did not collect enough the day before. I, I mean, hate it. <laughs> I, look at that. He even told them collect more. You couldn't keep it over. You had to collect it day by day, but because God wanted us to trust him, he said before that Friday, you collect for two or that. Yep. That Friday, you collect for two days so that you would have it. Jehovah wants us to trust him. He will provide for us even if we do not work one day of the week. And isn't that true? Um, Zero percent of a hundred is still zero percent. But 1% of something is better than nothing. Amen. Let me go back and read that Luke uh, 13, 10 through 16, okay. uh, which is one of the incidents where they threw shade at uh, Yeshua. And it states that, and he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity mm-hmm. 18 years. Wow. And was bowed together or bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, 
Thou art loose from thy infirmities. Who do we know about that? Mm-hmm. Thou art loose. Woman, thou art loose. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day, and said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to work, in them, therefore, come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, thou not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, who Satan have bound, lo, these 18 years be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day. Hmm. You can heal it on the Sabbath. You can heal on the Sabbath. <laughs> Praise God. So remember you the first reason Yeshua Jehovah wants us to observe it is so that we can put our trust in him. And the second reason Jehovah wants us to reserve Saturday Sabbath is we fall apart if we do not rest. I know, I do. <laughs> Those who work without taking a day's break will encounter physical exhaustion and breakdown. Mm. And that's according to the American Association of Christian Counselors. We are not meant to work nonstop, even though many times we do and have, especially when I know JC and I were business owners. We were yeah. working seven days yes, a week. Yes, we were. Sometimes. 18, 20 hours a day. I know I have out there in the field. When one tends to work seven day a week, we exhaust our brain so this creative functions cannot work properly. Is that why I've been working all that time that I have issues right now? I have too many seniors. You're falling apart now. (laughs) Oh, God. Hey, catch up with you. But that's a reality because God wants you to rest so that you can restore yourself. Oh, God. So we become more stressed and wear ourselves out to the point we become susceptible to more illness. And the third is avoiding idolatry. Mm. When we practice Sabbath, if we work and do nothing but work, we run the risk of placing it before the Almighty God in terms of importance. And I think there's some other additional clues there that we need to look at um, in terms of how we, because remember the Sabbath, remember the Sabbath was given to us by Yeshua. Mm -hmm. And neither Christ nor the apostles changed that to Sunday. I mean, that's that's the reality of it. But we don't have the authority, only God does. But it's interesting that many in Christianity do not know the God of the Old Testament because didn't we just right. mention how he gave the Israelites the manna and told them to pick double for their trouble so they wouldn't have to pick for Saturday? It is interesting that um, to see that that's a blind spot with us and we don't see it because we view God's law and his commandments kind of through colored eyes, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. the, like the glasses when people get the, um, what is it? The, uh, 
when they're out in the sun and the lenses change, I can't think of the name right now, but that's just how Transition. transitionless lenses, that's how we're doing it. We're transitioning ourselves to say that that's what it is. And it really isn't. So it's sobering to realize how that blind, blind spot that we see with our eyes has led many of us to not see the Sabbath day. Um, Pastor, the Pharisees got so stringent about not working on the Lord's Day Sabbath, they tried to condemn Yeshua for healing someone. You mentioned that earlier. And when even his disciples, and I mentioned that, even plucked a grain, (laughs) head of grain, so they could just chew on something. That's Mark 2.23. The Pharisees claim they were working on the Sabbath. Essentially, just like anything else, the Pharisees took the commandments of the Old Testament and created their own versions. Here we go, looking through a blind spot to avoid sinning, and they always ended up sinning anyway. Think of it this way. They may create an issue on any product. Uh, Let's take soy sauce, for instance, and declare it banned. If they see you dipping your shoesy <laughs> into that soy sauce, they will say you have sin. The Pharisees became so obsessed with the rules, they well, lost sight of the purpose. purpose well. They took Jehovah's gift of rest and made it a burden. And at that time, mm. Sunday Sabbath was not even an issue. And people and, would run from that. That's the reason why not to worship on Saturday, because they just put handcuffs on you to try to keep you from doing anything. And just remember that the Pharisees and all of them had like thousands of laws upon the Ten Commandments. Mm. <laughs> so the Sabbath does not mean you get a day off from helping someone in need. Yeshua healed on the Sabbath after all. The Sabbath means concentrating time and giving it to the Lord, acknowledging that he will provide for all your needs. You know, and it's no secret for the, we do farm share on, on Saturdays, Sabbath. right? And, uh, and it's about being able to have access to the food to provide for children and families in our community. And that is our holy day. And uh, but it's also having an opportunity to witness to a number of people uh, through fellowship, through providing food. And uh, and we do that. But the rest of the times we do rest on on that day. Praise God for favor. You know, I got to say, my, 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 where is time going? Time going too fast right now. But uh, we'll be back with a, a closing prayer. But we want you to know that Jesus loves you. And so do we. Stay tuned. Though the storms keep on raging in my life, and sometimes it's hard to tell the night from day. Hey, dads, Pastor Gary here from Living Stones with a fatherhood tip just for you. Dads make a valuable contribution to the well-being of their children, such as promoting healthy physical, emotional, social, and spiritual development. So dads, start today to be the best father you can be. Also, check out our website, welivingstones.org. Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, JC, at Living Stones International while working here at Wave 94. 
I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Since we're near the end of the program, I would like to offer up a Sabbath day prayer. This is a Sabbath day prayer. Praise God. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe. You are the author of love and life. You have given us the opportunity to work this past week the privilege of serving you and your kingdom in visible and invisible ways. For the work of our hands and hearts, we thank you. We thank you for the things we did out of duty and the things we did out of delight, for projects, demands, chores, sore muscles, and acts of kindness, for all that was planned and unplanned. Lord, Receive it as our gift to you. For all that was left undone because of distractions or laziness, forgive us, Lord Jesus. For all that was left undone because we obeyed the Spirit's leading, we recognize your handiwork and give you thanks. Now the Sabbath lies before us, and we are ready to cross the threshold. Lord Jesus, you are the light of the world. You created and crafted this day of Sabbath rest. You blessed it. You crowned it with glory. You called it holy. Through it, you call us out of darkness into your light and love. It is to be a day of refreshment and celebration. It is a day of devotion and delight set apart for since the beginning of time. You alone release us from the bondage of duty and demand. As your chosen people, we will embrace this day of Sabbath rest. In keeping it, remember you as our creator and rescue redeemer. We do this now with joy in our home and hearts today. Almighty God, Grant us and all our loved ones true rest on this Sabbath day. May your presence drive out from among us anger and fear, worry and regret. Send your blessing upon us that we may be people of the word, people of the word. 
Heavenly Father, we rejoice in the beauty of your world, the power of your word, the presence of your Holy Spirit, and the love of family and friends. It is from you we receive every good and perfect gift. Open our eyes to see, giver of life and love, grant us your peace this day and always. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 And remember, God is to be memorialized by the Sabbath because he created it. He did not change it. It's the same yesterday as it is today as forevermore. And we need to make sure that the Sabbath memorializes God as the creator. That's why we keep it. Praise God. Well, I have one more announcement. Uh, Mark your calendar, Saturday, June 12th. Uh, It's like the 11th annual What Women Want. We're back. That's what they say. Uh, What Women Want 2021 is excited to bring the event event you love with new COVID-19 safety uh, precautions and keep your shopping safe. And they're going to be at the North Florida Fairgrounds. And uh, there's some vendor. If you want to be a vendor, um, uh, we, JC and I, we went to one uh, last year. We even won a couple of uh, prizes there. Uh, but um, you want to call uh, Dot Ely uh, at Cumulus at 850-201-3005 if you're interested in being a vendor at the 11th Annual What Women Want event. All right, and we will see you again. Yes. And just remember, keep the The Sabbath Sabbath. holy. Praise God. We're out. We'll see y'all next week. If you can't stand a little disappointment sometimes. And if you can't stand being talked about sometimes. If you think you should always